0: Hi, and welcome to the Ocean in a Drop, where we connect deeply to the world around us by connecting deeply to the world inside of us. I'm your host, Minnie, and I'm so glad I get to share this space with you. Today, we'll talk about the power of a pencil and how what we believe can create or shut down possibilities for ourselves and others. We'll also share a time of listening together. When you think of a pencil, does it seem powerful? Perhaps even dangerous to you? Or does it seem like an uninspiring everyday object to you? Your view of the pencil is probably shaped by your own experiences with it and how it's been presented to you. My own view of what a pencil is capable of was drastically changed when I watched the first two movies about a fictional character named John Wick. He is a skilled assassin and is known for his ability to take someone's life using only a pencil. The first time I heard a character in the movie talking about John's prowess with a pencil, I literally laughed out loud. But as ridiculous as that might sound, when you watch his story unfold, you come to believe that because of who he is, and his unique abilities, the unassuming pencil could indeed turn into a deadly weapon in his hands. The reason this struck me was that this story managed to change my beliefs around what was possible with something as ordinary and easily overlooked as a pencil. All of a sudden, it wasn't just another random object rolling around the bottom of a backpack or purse, or thrown away because you have 50 more of them lying around the house. It had become an object that literally held the power of life and death, depending on how it was used. Now, if a story could inspire awe and fear around the potential of a pencil... What other things in our lives could be transformed from ordinary to extraordinary if we looked at them with new eyes and recognized their potential power, if we changed our beliefs about what is possible? Here are just a few examples to give you food for thought. One of my favorite charities is Free Wheelchair Mission. When I was in India many years ago, I would be walking through the train station and see men and women lying on the ground who were disabled and begging. My heart broke for them, and I wondered how I could help besides just giving money. Later, when I came back to America, I found out about Free Wheelchair Mission. The man who started it had also seen disabled people in different countries and wondered what he could do. He started designing and building a wheelchair that could be made inexpensively but remained durable in the environments present in developing countries. His first wheelchairs were made out of plastic patio chair frames and mountain bike tires. Why plastic patio chairs? They were inexpensive, waterproof, easy to clean, relatively comfortable, available in many countries, and durable. His nonprofit has now given over 1 million wheelchairs to disabled people around the world and transformed their lives and opportunities through the gift of mobility. And it all started with something as ordinary and humble as a plastic patio chair. Now think about the people in your life. How much potential do they have? Or do you allow them to have? I think there are three approaches we can take to anyone who crosses our path, whether it be family, friend, acquaintance, or stranger. We can dismiss them, we can discover them, or we can release them. When we dismiss someone, we have made a conscious or unconscious decision that we do not want to spend time or energy getting to know them or what they can offer. We close the door to relationship and shut down the possibility of connecting on a deeper level we also lose the opportunity to learn from them. When we discover someone, we choose to stay open and curious. We are acknowledging that they are a complex human being with unique life experiences and gifts and stories. And we are willing to take the time to find out more about them. And when we do this, We are creating the opportunity to learn about them and from them. To dive deeper than the surface of skin and bone that's in front of us in order to connect with their soul. When we release someone, we choose to let them go with respect. It differs from dismissing someone because you acknowledge that they have value and dignity as a human being even if you do not feel called to be in relationship with them. The following is a true story that illustrates all three approaches. I was in the waiting room of my dentist's office when my husband struck up a conversation with another woman sitting next to us. We asked her what she did, and she said she worked at a funeral home. I was immediately intrigued and asked her what that was like, She shared about how much her job meant to her, because she appreciated taking care of families who had lost loved ones. She talked about how she would check on the grave sites and keep them tidy, so that family members would feel like their loved ones were being respected and taken care of, even after death. She shared about how different people grieve in different ways. She mentioned an old lady who would visit frequently and complain often. This would happen so often that many of the staff would leave the office if they saw her coming. One day, the old lady was coming, and this woman's husband, who also worked at the funeral home, chose to stay when everyone else started leaving. When the old lady arrived, he asked her how he could help her. He listened to all her requests and complaints and offered to address them. Then she started crying and gave him a hug. Later the woman we were talking to, his wife, asked him why he stayed. He told her he knew that the old lady just needed someone to talk to, who would take the time to listen and understand her concerns. In this story, I got to discover this woman who loved and served others so generously through her work at a funeral home, by being open to and curious about a new person in my path. I also saw how some of the employees at the cemetery were understandably put off by the old lady who complained often and chose to dismiss her as a result. And finally, I noticed how this woman's husband was able to discover and release this old woman by taking the time to be present and listen to her and offer the gift of understanding. What about God? When it comes to what you believe about God, what are you discovering? What are you dismissing? And what are you releasing? What do you believe is possible? One of the things that has surprised me is when I talk to people who say they believe in God, but then often dismiss the possibility that they could hear from him for themselves, or that he cares about their needs, dreams, or desires. The question that comes up inside me is, if God is this distant, uncaring overseer, then why would you choose to follow him? It's a real question. If you are not actually experiencing any good or life from your belief in or about God, why do you still hold on to it? Tradition? Guilt? fear of the unknown, the thing that motivates me to continue my belief in God is that I do feel anything is possible with Him. That I can create a life of adventure and joy and purpose with Him. That I have unlimited potential and so do others. So I stay curious and open to what's possible in myself and others. And yes, even what's possible for a pencil or patio chair. Now I invite you to join me in a time of listening and being curious together, if you feel ready. This is a space for you to be your real, whole self without judgment And discover what happens when you listen to yourself and the voice of love that is in you and around you. I invite you to close your eyes and slowly breathe deeply in and out. With each breath, feel your body relax from your head to your toes. Let's do that again. Deep breath in and deep breath out. One more time. Deep breath in and deep, slow breath out. As we explore, try to just listen and notice what's happening, rather than judging. If you're not getting a specific answer, it's okay. Give yourself the gift of being with the truth, whatever that is. The important thing is to not hold back or filter yourself. Ask, what do I believe is possible for me? And see what comes to the surface. We'll start listening together now. now ask, am I satisfied with that? We'll take a few moments for you to listen. now ask, do I want more than that? Continue to listen for what's coming up in you. Now ask, do I believe it's possible to have more? If the answer is no, but you want it to be different, you can ask love, can you give me what I need to be open to more? Keep listening and notice your response. You did great. Thank you for exploring with me. Feel free to continue being with what came up for you. One of my favorite wise guys said this, There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. No, it wasn't a mobster. It was one of the greatest physicists the world has ever known. Albert Einstein. Wonder and awe are available and waiting to be discovered all around us. Are we willing to be open and curious and believe in what's possible? Thank you for being here with me today. I am so glad you chose to share your ocean with me, and I look forward to being with you again.